Hey folks, welcome to Shooting Up North. I'm your host, Lewis Carlin. We're here right here on the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're watching for the first time, please consider hitting that subscribe button. If you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Twitter at Shooting Up North, Instagram at Alliance PW Network, and feel free to join our Facebook group, the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Alrighty, so Best of the Super Juniors, New Japan Pro Wrestling Best of the Super Juniors is underway. We had that day, the opening night of the A Block uh, took place uh, earlier this morning um, here um, in uh, Canada. Um, it was 7 p.m., of course, in Japan, uh, but it was on here 4 in the morning. And Ace Austin, Ace Austin made his Best of the Super Juniors tournament debut. It was actually Best of the Super Juniors 29 tournament. Ace Austin took on Clark Connors, Impact Wrestling X Division Champion. Let me correct myself. Impact Wrestling X Division Champion Ace Austin took on Clark Connors uh, in the opening um, Best of the Super Juniors 29 tournament match. And Ace Austin was victorious. Said he looked great. Ace Austin looked great. Uh, he wore the X Division Championship to the ring. Uh, I thought he did a tremendous job. Uh, there was one spot where Clark Connors, it was either an elbow or a knee off the top rope. And, uh, and it looked like uh, Ace Austin. I might have turned the wrong way and it looked like he got caught right in the face or right in the head a uh, bit of a scary moment but he seemed to be okay he seemed to be okay and uh, of course he won the match with his finishing move the fold uh, and he got two points you know so it was great to see uh, Impact Wrestling X Division Champion Ace Austin getting uh, two points and uh, his the next show uh, will be on Tuesday May 17th I think it's on 5.30 in the morning here in Canada and in the US as well it's on New Japan Pro Wrestling World their streaming service, uh, Ace Austin will be teaming with Tiger Mask. Uh, I can't remember who their opponents are, but uh, he will be teaming uh, with Tiger Mask. Uh, but uh, congratulations, uh, Ace Austin, uh, for getting that first win. I was reading, um, Tweety put out that he was a bit nervous, uh, obviously, uh, understandably as well. Uh, it was his best, um, I think it's his first time ever in Japan, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think it's his first time ever in Japan. Uh, I know for sure it's um, his first time in the best of the Super Junior juniors uh tournament uh and um but he did a great job great job he really um he really uh made uh made impact wrestling fans proud um i could i could say that for sure but great job and i'm looking for um his second match i'm not sure who his second match is going to be against i don't have it here in front of me uh actually let me um no actually i'm not gonna no, i'll stick I'll, I'll stick to the script i'll stick to the script I'm not sure who his second match is going to be against but uh, his second match i believe is on wednesday or thursday and um why don't I go take a look? Let's see what let's see who his second match is. Take me a few seconds. Take me a few seconds here. So let's go to New Japan Pro Wrestling World. I'm sure everybody here wants to know. So done. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Whoop. Nope. But uh, as I'm doing, I bet he did. Uh, the Clark Connors is a, is a great talent. Um, former um, New Japan Pro Wrestling Young Lion uh, in wrestling for New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. Uh, it's his first Best of Super Junior tournament as well. Uh, and um, yeah, he's a tough opponent, uh, but it was a great match. Great match um, between Ace Austin and Clark Connors. Uh, so let's see. So he will be facing um, on May 18th. Yoshinobu Kanemaru. So his next opponent will be Yoshinobu. Yoshinobu Kanemaru uh, will be his opponent on May uh, May 18th, Wednesday, May 18th. So there you go. So that's his second opponent. I could see Ace Austin getting the win there too. 
I can see Ace Austin getting the win over Kanemaru. Uh, Kanemaru, um, I believe he lost his match uh, today. Let me um, let me just take a quick look here. I believe he lost his match. Um, let me pull up the, um, who he faced today. I mean, I, I I should remember. I did watch it. Oh, yeah. He went up against Alex Zane, and he did lose. Uh, so uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru will be facing Ace Austin. And um, I can see Ace Austin um, getting another two points uh, in uh, in this tournament. I'm looking forward to Ace Austin against Alex Zane. That's going to be an interesting match. Also, Ace Austin against Francesco Akira uh, should be absolutely fantastic. And, of course, he's going to have to go one-on-one uh, -on -one with um, uh, Hiromu Takahashi as well. So Ace Austin has a lot of uh, tough matches ahead of him. A lot of tough matches ahead of him. Uh, I can see him doing well. You got Taji Ishimori as well. You got Sho and Yo, who he's going to have to face as well. So uh, Ace Austin has his work cut out for him, but I could definitely see him winning uh, the next um, his next match against uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Uh, so um, looking forward to that. But again, great job by Ace Austin. And speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling tournaments, uh, July 16th is the opening night of probably the most prestigious not probably, but the most prestigious New Japan Pro Wrestling tournaments um, and maybe even one of the most prestigious tournaments in the world right now, uh, the G1 Climax. And that starts on July 16th uh, and it goes through August 18th. Uh, so again, same as Best of the Super Juniors, there's going to be an A block and there's going to be a B block. And I'm thinking after his match, you know, first of all, just go back. Now that New Japan Pro Wrestling is bringing um, wrestlers in from all over the world uh, with the whole COVID restrictions uh, now being lifted, uh, now that uh, they're bringing in wrestlers from all over the world, uh, best of the Super Juniors, we've, we see um, AEW's uh, Wheel of Utah, uh, TJP, uh, not really that AEW uh, TJP, but the TJP uh, is uh, in Best of the Super Juniors. We say Alex Zane, uh, indie star Alex Zane in the Best of the Super Juniors uh, from Mexico. We have uh, Teton. Uh, of course, we have uh, Ace Austin from Impact Wrestling. Now that they're bringing in wrestlers from all over the world, I think, um, I think it's only fitting, and I think it's only right that the Impact Wrestling World Champion, Josh Alexander, gets a spot in New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax starting in July. Uh, Josh Alexander proved that he belongs, proved that he could hang with the best of the best in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He proved it against Minoru Suzuki. But Minoru Suzuki, not signed to New Japan Pro Wrestling, he could wrestle basically anywhere. But he, he mainly focuses on New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, but uh, he has an open-ended contract where he can wrestle anywhere. Uh, but he, Josh Alexander against Tomohiro Ishii. Tomohiro Ishii, New Japan Pro Wrestling legend. He's one of the best wrestlers in the world. He's been in multiple, multiple G1 Climax tournaments. And Josh Alexander gave him a five-star war. A five-star war. And he proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that he deserves a spot in New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax tournament starting again in July. So there's without a doubt, if they're going to be bringing in wrestlers from all over the world, Josh Alexander 
the Impact Wrestling World Champion, deserves a spot in the G1 Climax. And again, like I said, there's an A block and there's a B block. There's going to be 10 wrestlers in the A block, 10 wrestlers in the B block. It goes on a point system. Uh, whoever has the most points after the tournament is over. There's a final match between the winner of the A block and the winner of the B block. And the winner of that match goes on to Wrestle Kingdom in January to face uh, whoever the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion is. Right now it's Kazichka Okada. It's most likely going to be Kazichka Okada in, um, in January. Uh, but Josh Alexander deserves that shot. He deserves that shot. He proved, like I said, that he can hang with the best of the best in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I'm thinking some of the potential matchups for Josh Alexander in, in um, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Josh Alexander against Shingo Takagi would be absolutely incredible. Um, a rematch against Tomohiro Ishii would be fantastic. Uh, Tetsuya Naito. Uh, I know Tetsuya Naito is getting an operation on his eye. Hopefully he'll be back in time for the G1. Um, Jeff Cobb is there. Kota Obushi. I know Kota Obushi is having um, um, not too happy with New Japan Pro Wrestling Management right now. They're having a little uh, um, verbal war. So I'm not sure what's going on with Kota Obushi, but I can't see Kota Obushi uh, leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, it also it's rumored that it it, it could be just uh, part of a storyline. Uh, but Josh Alexander, it's, uh, Josh Alexander against Kota Obushi would be absolutely out of this world. Josh Alexander against Zack Saber Jr. Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi said, well, Sonata is injured as well. Not sure if he'll be back if, if Hiroki Goto is involved. Uh, lots of fantastic potential matchups. And Josh Alexander, can he can hang with them all. He can hang with them all. Whoever you put in the ring with Josh Alexander, he can hang with, uh, he will give you a tremendous match regardless of on who the opponent is. Um, even Toriano, who I'm not a big fan of, um, would be a uh, Josh Alexander would, would turn it into a, a fantastic match. Tor Toriano is more of a comedy type wrestler, uh, but um, he definitely deserves a spot. He definitely deserves a spot in the G1. And I would be very, very surprised if they're not even, if they wouldn't, if they're not at this point considering bringing Josh Alexander in for, for the G1 Climax tournament. And I hope if they do, uh, that he is still the Impact Wrestling World Champion and he goes there as the Impact Wrestling World Champion. Because, um, you know, there's going to be some AEW wrestlers there. Uh, you could think... It's Daniel Bryan's possibility. Uh, John Moxley, who works for New Japan Pro Wrestling, he's um, basically a lock to be in the tournament, in my opinion. You have CM Punk as well. The only thing is it's a... It's a it runs from July 16th to August 18th. And I don't know if, uh, I mean, Josh Alexander could take um, a month, a uh, month and a half away from uh, from Impact Wrestling. Uh, he could miss one, um, one uh, Impact Plus event and it will be okay. But uh, AEW, I mean, they could do their taping prior to him leaving and they could tape a couple of shows with Josh Alexander. Uh, but um, with AEW, it'll be tough because they, they run live shows and and I don't know if Tony Khan would want to lose a CM Punk or Daniel Bryan or, or John Moxley uh, for, for a, for a, little over a month. Uh, so that's like, like four or five shows they're going to miss. I don't know if uh, Tony Khan, I don't know if Tony Khan would, uh, would, uh, would want that. Uh, so maybe, um, maybe doing tape shows isn't, the, isn't so bad after all, you know what I mean? So Josh Alexander could uh, tape the shows and he needs to be in. And then uh, he could be away for um, a month or a month or uh, a month and a week, a little over a month. It's July 16th to August 18th. Uh, so a little over a month will be, he would be away. And uh, then they could come back and uh, defend the Impact Wrestling World uh, title on the next show after August 18th uh, for Impact Wrestling. But uh, 
yeah, I mean, even if they brought two in, because there's a, there's there's a twenty spots altogether, uh, I can see Moose going there as well. I can see Josh Alexander and Moose uh, being a part of the G one. Uh, one's in the A block, one's in the B block, of course. Uh, or they could both be in the same same block. Uh, but um, but if anyone's being considered, um, definitely from Impact Wrestling, it's 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 got to be Josh Alexander. And I'm sure after the match with Tomohiro Ishii, I'm sure Tomohiro Ishii got on the phone uh, with uh, with the higher ups in New Japan. Pro Wrestling and said, we got to bring this guy. We got to bring this guy uh, to Japan. ASAP. I mean, Ace Austin getting his shot, which is fantastic. And I think uh, Josh Alexander uh, should get his shot at the G1 Climax um, as well in July. Um, again, AEW, I, Daniel Daniel Bryan has uh, indicated that he's interested uh, in being in the G1 CM Punk, I think, and was interested in, in John Moxley. But like I said, I don't, I don't know if uh, Tony Khan would be a uh, would be um, too happy to lose uh, his one, two, or three of his top guys. Well, it's not going to be all three. If anything, it's going to be at the most two. Two of his top guys for four or five weeks. Uh, they're going to miss TV taping. So uh, I couldn't see him being too happy about that. But uh, but then again, he might just he might let them go. But um, regardless of who's going from AEW, um, I really think that Josh Alexander should get a spot in this year's um, G1 Climax, uh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, Josh Alexander belongs in that tournament this year. Okay, so let's uh, move on to one more thing, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, whether you may or you may not know, uh, Ric Flair, Ric Flair has indicated that he wants one more match. He says he's working on, he's training, uh, he's replanning to, um, he plans to wrestle in his return match. He's training with Jay Lethal. You know, I, when, when they showed him training with Jay Lethal, I thought he was just getting a workout in. Uh, not a big deal. But but then the but then the news came out that that he plans to wrestle again and he wants to uh he's gonna return, he wants the in-ring return. And um, I don't know how uh well I, I do know. I do know how I feel about this. I think at, at 73 years old, at 73 years old with a pacemaker. And he's not in the best shape. Um, I I don't think he should be returning to the ring at all. Ric Flair doesn't need to prove anything to anybody anymore. Ric Flair is an absolute legend in the world of professional wrestling. Ric Flair is one of the greatest professional wrestlers in the history of professional wrestling. You could have an you could have a discussion on who the greatest wrestler is in the history of professional wrestling, and Ric Flair's name will always come up. Me, I would bring up Bruno San Martino, of course. I'm a, a Northeast guy, uh, but I would bring up Ric Flair's name as well. You could argue that Ric Flair is one of the greatest wrestlers in the history of professional wrestling. He has nothing to prove anymore. So I am totally against this. It, I think it's very, very dangerous uh, about Ric Flair um, even considering if anybody even thinks about bringing Ric Flair back and letting him wrestle in the ring. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I think you got to think about uh, the safety of Ric Flair. Um, and, he, and he's talking about his return match here. He's, he's uh, Dave Meltzer reported uh, on the latest Wrestler Observer Radio that Flair is planning to do a six-man tag team match alongside FTR uh, against the Rock and Roll Express and a mystery partner. Uh, it doesn't indicate whether it's going to be AEW or if it's going to be um, NWA or if it's going to be um, an independent promotion. But I don't... I, 
I don't like who's going to be the mystery partner. Is going to be Jay, Jay Lethal? Uh, who's going to be their mystery partner? It could be Nikita Koloff. They're, they're going to bring Nikita Koloff back. <laughs> so, so uh, um, you know, if it's if it was Ric Flair, like against like Ricky Morton, I know Ricky Morton's still wrestling, another legend of professional wrestling. Uh, Ricky Morton's still, still, still wrestling. If it's like Ricky, Ric Flair against Ricky Morton and they just have like an exhibition type thing where it's nothing serious, I mean, Okay, okay, maybe, maybe I would be, I would be cool with that, you know, because you know, Ricky Morton is, Ricky Morton is about the same age. Ric Flair is 73 years old, right? As they said, Ricky Morton is close to 70, late 60s. So if they did that, I don't know if there would be much of a fanage. I mean, the novelty of seeing Ric Flair back in the ring, I think, um, would, uh, would, would pique people's interest. But I, I, I just, I, I mean, when is he going to, they're going to book him against Will Ospreay? Are they, are they gonna book him against um are they gonna are they gonna book him against um um Daniel Bryan? Are they gonna book him? I'm thinking about the other is he gonna have a death match? I, I can't remember the death match guy's name. So that's how much I, I don't like death matches. Well he's not gonna have death matches. Uh, who are they gonna who are they gonna book him? Are they gonna book him against uh, Kazichko Okada? Is he gonna come back um and he's gonna go one on one one on one against Brody King? Is he gonna do a is he gonna do a run in on Brody King? Uh so it's i mean and and you know here's um chris cruz actually chris cruz uh former wcw announcer is actually working on black Rick flair from from getting a license now i know i i've had um um a social media thing with chris cruz i'm not going to get into it um i i respect chris cruz and i respect what he did with the uh, wcw uh he used to work for wcw uh just i'm not the biggest fan of chris cruz so just leave it at that uh but um but I, I I agree with Chris with Chris Cruz here. Uh, so he wrote out, um, "Hey you Rubes," he posted this on Facebook. You know, I I think he unfollowed me on Facebook. I unfollowed him. Uh, he said, "Hey you Rubes," I screw around here a lot, uh, but this is serious. Ric Flair should, and this is Chris Cruz posting this. Ric Flair should not be allowed to wrestle. Some reports indicate he has been working out with Jay Lethal in preparation uh, to returning to the ring. He can't be stopped from doing so in states that don't have athletic commissions and licensing protocols, but insurance companies can step up and refuse to issue a bond to a promotion that books him and for those states that do have commissions they should not be contacted to demand that they not they should be contacted to demand that they not allow flair to wrestle simply put rick flair returning to the ring is not wise no no how no way he's 73 years old in poor health an alcoholic I don't know if Rick Flair is an alcoholic. Uh, this is uh, from Chris Cruz and has a pacemaker installed. Uh, today, I emailed the following to the Maryland State Athletic Commission. Since I live in Maryland and will contact other commissions as well, I encourage you also to email the commission and urge its members to deny Flair a license. It won't take long and could help keep Flair alive. Here is the email I sent. Um, I agree with Chris Cruz here a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I'm with Chris Cruz on this one. Ric Flair should not be getting into the ring. Again, I don't know if he's an alcoholic. I know he used to drink a lot. I don't know. I'm sure he still, he dips into a, dips into a mixed drink every so often. Uh, I'm sure he's still, um, unless he's not, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I don't know if he's an alcoholic. Um, I know he's, he's had to share drinks in the past. Uh, as pacemaker installed, I, I'm, I'm with Chris Cruz 100%. I don't think Ric Flair should be wrestling. I think Ric Flair should just say, you know what? I have my legacy. I'm Ric Flair. 
Nobody, uh, I'm one of the greatest of all times. There will never be another Ric Flair. I don't need to step in the ring with FTR and, um, and take on uh, the Rock and Roll Express and a mystery partner, whoever that may be. Um, I, I don't need to do it, right? I mean, I could just, I could show up at, at signings and sign autographs. And unless, you know, I know he's had issues with money in the past. Maybe he needs the money, but it's not worth putting his health uh, at risk, in my opinion. I mean, he could show up at conventions, sign autographs. He could, you know, his fee could be, he could have an astronomical fee. People will pay it. Um, but uh, I think he should remain out of the ring at this point. It's 2022. It's not 1982 anymore. It's 2022. And Ric Flair, please, I'm hoping that you never get in the ring again. You never have another wrestling match ever again. And that's how I feel about that. Okay, so I'm wrapping it up. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Lewis Carlin. This is Shooting Up North. And until next time, thank you very much. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. So long. Bye-bye.